0: hello you gore fiends and horror hounds. this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man
1: i'm doing good how you doing
0: not too bad. Um, I had fun with this week's movie. I don't
1: know. I've seen this movie a couple to- a good many times, actually, which is weird for how recent it is. But I I never know if I can say I had a good time with it, but I like it a lot.
0: I get what you mean. It's one of those kind of movies.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely like this movie, but man, is it fucking brutal.
0: At the very top, I do want to give a real quick RIP because on the day this is recording, Ned Beatty died.
1: Oh, no shit for real, I didn't even see that.
0: Yeah, or, you know, Ned Beatty from, like, Toy Story 3, uh, they said he was in Star Wars and whatnot. Oh, what? How'd he
1: die?
0: I'm not exactly sure how he died, um, but he was in his 80s. Oh, that's
1: how he died. So
0: I would like to give a uh, three-pig squeal salute to Ned Beatty real quick. Wee! 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 There you I, go, I'm Ned. not gonna do
1: it, but... Come on! <laughs> and... Nope, I'm not squealing. And,
0: You're not squealing for Ned Beatty on his death day?
1: No, not unless I'm listening to Job for a Cowboy, that's about it.
0: Okay. Well, RIP Ned Beatty. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Terrifier!
1: Yeah. So, before we get to Terrifier, did you ever watch the All Hallows Eve or the Ninth Circle?
0: No, I I know, um, I, w- I saw Terrifier first, and then I heard that, like, The character of Art the Clown is in other movies as well, but I've not seen them.
1: Yeah, from what I understand, is you don't need to see them, and he was played by a different guy, which I almost don't want to see. I mean, I'll watch him eventually, but what's his name who played him here? No, I can't think of it, but the actor who played him. David
0: Howard Thornton.
1: There. He is so creepy and terrifying and incredible. I'm like, well, anything that came before doesn't count anyway. Not that it doesn't count, but you know what I mean. Right. Like, I'm cool with his portrayal.
0: Yeah, he played the character so well. Well, Whereas, he played it more as a mime than, like, a clown.
1: Yeah, I was going to bring that up to you. So, uh, Art the Clown is obviously called Art the Clown, but I'd say he's more of Art the Mime.
0: Yeah, because he never says a word, even when he's getting, like, stabbed and shot and, like fucking like whatever else like tortured and whatnot he like you'll see him like mimic screaming but he never makes a like sound
1: yeah um i i do know the sequel is filmed it's complete and so we're just waiting on that release and i'm pretty sure i don't think it's going to get a theatrical run which i'm fine with because i want to watch it right away so that's got to be coming soon i think we'll get more of the backstory with that
0: yeah, which it's really sad that, like, nowadays, a, a movie like Terrifier 2 has no chance of getting a theatrical release. But well, also the only reason I
1: say that is because Terrifier 1 had no chance of getting a theatrical release. Well,
0: yeah, but back in the day, they definitely probably would have. Yeah, but you wouldn't have got the movie we
1: got, because there definitely would have been cuts.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what I was uh, going to No pun on. intended. Where, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, this movie would have been cut to shit if it was like theatric, uh, theatrically released. Um, I'm probably fucking up that pronunciation. Theatrically, but, yeah,
1: yeah. It, it especially the big scene that everyone thinks of when you think of this movie. I don't think would have even been in it.
0: Oh no, it definitely would not have been. Well, th- it would have been like cutting down in uh Jason, um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven when Jason was bashing the uh, camp counselor and the sleeping bag against the tree. Originally, he bashed her against the tree, like, several times, but it got cut down to one time. It would have been that kind of thing.
1: Part 7 got cut to hell, and it makes me sad, because apparently they don't have the footage of the uncut anymore to release it now, which makes me very sad.
0: Oh, yeah, it was super sad, because that was... I forget what the guy's name was exactly right now, and I'm sorry, but it was directed by a special effects makeup artist. So, what he wanted to do was like overload this movie with special effects, and that's what he did. But they were just too good, and like you said, they're lost to time now because back then there was no like, oh, let's save this later for so for like uh Blu ray extra footage, you know?
1: Yeah, so that's kind of like a cautionary tale to why I think it's good Terrifier did the straight to video thing because it's really found its cult status now, dude. I talked to people about horror especially modern horror so many people like bring up terrifier to me so like it's definitely a huge thing and it found its way even without theaters or anything like that
0: i would say even though it's a very simple movie it's one of my favorite horror movies of like the last decade
1: oh it ranks up there pretty high for me too it's not my favorite it's but it's in that like at least honorable mentions close enough to category
0: I would, I might put it in my top 10, like near the back. If it's not in the top 10, it's just right out of it, of like the last decade.
1: So I want to give, like we did for Vulgar, look, I don't know if you guys haven't seen this movie. The only thing I'll say is if you're a little more squeamish, this is probably the most extreme gore we've done yet, I'd say. Do you think that's correct?
0: I mean, maybe if you're like I could understand when you said vulgar because it dealt with like some really extreme things that weren't always like it's like horror adjacent, but it's not exactly like what you would always expect in a horror movie. If you're going into this movie and like you're like, oh, I hope there's no gore why the fuck are you watching a horror movie
1: <laughs> i'm just saying the gore is turned up so if you do get squeamish make sure maybe you've eaten first or something like that you know no, those kind of things
0: eat during this movie go get taco bell real quick and be being middle of eating the taco bell while you're while you're watching this movie
1: i mean me and you are desensitized to hell so that's fine but right so you want to jump into it yeah let's go Alright, so this movie is made in 2016, and we got an Edward Trifecta from Damien Leone here.
0: I didn't see that he uh, produced.
1: Yes, he did. And shot.
0: he did. So he even got a little more. Oh, wow, he did do the Edward Trifecta. Very nice job, Damien.
1: Yes, so um, it opens into... I I don't even realize it's the opening every time, because it's this super tiny TV and kind of poorly done static over it. I think it's like Gonna be one of the like production company logos or something at first, right? If no, yeah, it's the movie starting.
0: It looks like yeah, produced by MTV kind of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, by the way, Dread Central put this out. Who is usually just a cool website I visit quite a bit for some horror news, and they release a lot of cool like Blu-rays and stuff. Oh, nice! But they picked it up because everyone else who was interested in it wanted to make cuts to it, and Dread Central's like. You can't make cuts to it. We will put it out.
0: Yeah, if you cut this movie up, it would be nowhere near what it is today. Oh, no,
1: there's a reason we're talking about it. Oh, yeah. Um, so it, there's this whole talk show opening after the little TV and everything. And it's this horribly disfigured girl whose face is just torn to shreds. She's missing an eye. Her other eye looks pretty much dead and cataract all over, uh, no lips on her at all. Like, she she looks like she went through hell, and she's being interviewed about the Halloween Night Massacre one year ago.
0: Yeah, it's almost like, you know that lady that got her face torn off by the uh, chimpanzee?
1: Yeah, it does, yeah, it reminds yeah, me Yeah, it kind of it kinda
0: looks like that, or the guy that got his face eaten in Florida by the, like, uh, bath salts zombie.
1: Yeah, this looks a little more extreme, but then again, this is fictional, so right. it makes sense. But then it cuts out of the interview, and the talk show host is, of course, like, it's a horror movie. The person being a complete asshole, what do you think's going to happen to them? But she's on the phone like, oh my god, she's a freak show, it was disgusting, I was afraid sitting there talking to her. If I ever look like that, you put me down going on and on, and she doesn't expect that the person she was interviewing is in her dressing room jumps out at her and gouges both of her eyes out killing her
0: yeah immediately like her, yeah. and there's blood everywhere yeah she pushes her or th- her, her thumbs like through the lady's eyes
1: <laughs> yeah it's brutal and it sets the tone right away because then she's sitting there laughing covered in blood all disfigured i'm like oh so this is the movie we're in for
0: Yeah, so, okay i'm in
1: and by the way during all this kind of the beginning we get like art the clown kicks the tiny tv we mentioned and you see like him kind of getting ready so it eliminates some questions so this man is not a permanent clown
0: well yeah it almost reminds me of like the nightmare on elm street uh beginning when he's kind of getting ready it's him sharpening his glove and whatnot this is art like you even see him putting on his makeup and whatnot so. Yeah,
1: so I mean, he's not some supernatural clown. No, he's at least some sort of guy, which we'll get more into, is he just regular or supernatural later, but he's at least putting on the makeup, getting his all of his tools and weapons and which, stuff into his garbage bag and all that.
0: I love when he grabs the tiny axe. Oh, yeah. The tiny axe is probably my favorite weapon, because it's so impractical, but it's so funny looking.
1: Dude, it reminds me when, like, those old wrestlers like New Jack or Raven and stuff would come to the ring in, like, ECW and just bring, like, a shopping cart or a garbage bag full of weapons. That's what Arthur Clown's doing.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love the—like you said, I love he puts them in a garbage bag as well. It's not in a duffel bag or anything. He's just piling all this up in there, which I guess that scooter is in there as well. I think
1: he finds the scooter in the place. Okay. Yeah, I doubt the scooter is in there, but who knows? But I mean, and there's that room a for good... it. I want to know what brand of garbage bag that is, because that's some high quality shit. When you realize how much sharp stuff he has in there, and it doesn't yeah, tear that, at all.
0: That's more hefty than hefty.
1: Yeah, hefty, hefty, hefty. But <laughs> um, so we had him getting ready, and our first kill already with the talk show getting killed by nameless person. Look, if if you're in this, I'm assuming you're down for spoilers, so I'll jump ahead a little bit here, Brett. I think it's really genius that she's so disfigured you can't tell who she is, because it's really a misdirect when we have our final girl kind of fake out later. Right. I think it's really smart, because all you really know is the dark hair. So once you meet Tara later, you're like, that's our final girl, and she's set up as the final girl at the beginning. You're like, man, she comes out looking rough at the end, and there's a whole switcheroo that's really cool the way they do it, just to throw you off a little.
0: Yeah, it's almost like kind of what Psycho did, honestly, where it's like a complete misdirect, where it's like, this is your main lady for about half the movie, and then something happens, and you're like, oh, there's still a lot of movie to go. What's going to happen here?
1: Yeah, the red state is another example where I always go with that. Yeah, yeah. But then, so we meet our two kind of main girls, so we meet Dawn and Tara, both leaving a Halloween party. Dawn is clearly more in the Halloween spirit because she's wearing an actual costume. I don't know what Tara's doing. That's just kind of regular day attire, but whatever.
0: Oh, what, the skeleton dress? Yeah. That's not everyday attire. I mean, for the groups that we run in, probably, but for, like, the normies, that's, like, definitely Halloween. Are we not normies? No. Oh, fuck no. Oh, no. <laughs> fuck being a normal. no, don't like, speaking. I'm already, like, getting ready for Halloween myself. Like, I gotta say, also, that puts this movie a little bit notch above for me, is that it takes place on Halloween night.
1: Yeah, I am a big sucker for that, and I know you are, too. Yeah, so,
0: I guess this skeleton dress for, ai wouldn't say
1: for the majority, but for a lot of people would be reserved for, like, Halloween, but most people I know, or I'm close with, that's kind of a normal attire, but I guess you're well, right. Okay. It's,
0: it's either Halloween or, like, me if i was like well probably basically me if i was going to like martin's and i just wanted to like stick out
1: and you go and you wear your skeleton dress
0: yeah am i like okay i love how also like the like her like stockings like hook up into it and whatnot it basically looks like laundry is what she's wearing
1: okay yeah i missed the point it's not everyday attire okay yeah They get to the car after the party, and Dawn is way too drunk to drive, and Tara says, well, let's go sober up. So they go to a pizza place. But before that, we get our first art staring them down.
0: Which, it's very, like, it's almost, like, weird and off-putting how he shows up, because there's no, like, big music, there's no big reveal. It's just him standing there, like, smiling at him.
1: Part of why I think I like this... Uh, about this movie as well is kind of the Halloween syndrome, the original before they went and redid and added the lines about Laurie being Michael's sister and all that stuff. But where it was just random, like Michael saw this girl, I'm going to kill this girl.
0: Yeah, like these are the first two people he saw. So you're it. Yeah, yeah, I completely. Like, they agree just happened
1: with you. to be the first two he ran into on his killing night. Right. Something more scary about the randomness of it to me that I always enjoy. But, yeah, they see him, they're like, hey, and he just stares at them. They turn to look at each other, they turn back, and he Batmans away. He's gone.
0: So that's what that feels like.
1: How many times are we going to get to do that?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Anytime I can.
1: But they they go to the pizza shop, and they're sitting there, they ordered. Look, I like this movie. I don't think most of these actors know what normal human conversation is like. I'm just throwing that out there it doesn't take away from my enjoyment at all because nobody talks like this.
0: no, that's another thing about this movie also is like there's not a whole lot of dialogue throughout of it, like and a lot of the dialogue is like, uh Tara, where are you? Are you in this room this
1: whole, this whole that was the longest piss I ever took, and then yeah. like, if you only had a brain waiting for that all night like the the dialogue's choppy and that's nothing against either these two girls they're good but some of the dialogue's just a little plunky I'm not right. complaining because i still love this movie um but they're there and then who walks in but art the clown and look you've been to like these kind of small restaurants or dive places and stuff what you do is if someone else is sitting at a booth you pick a booth at least diagonal from them you know what I mean? You right. never go to the one right next or right behind. You always kind of space yourself out. Kind of like the guys out of urinal thing.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But he sits directly across from them and is just staring at them. And I do love the the pizza shop owner. Goes, like, He's on the phone. He's like, you got to see the look of this guy that just walked in.
0: Well, he's already complaining. He's, a, he's basically like the, oh, it's a full moon out tonight kind of person. Like, oh, it's Halloween. Like, all the weirdos are showing up. And I love it yeah. he goes over to him. He's like, buddy, what do you want? What do you want to order? You got to order something. You can't just sit here. Ah, uh, uh, tonight sucks. And then he just goes away.
1: He throws his hand up and kind of gives up. Like, fuck it. I'm not dealing with this weird big-nosed clown man. When the girls are staring at him, Dawn gets real ballsy and goes up, sits on his lap, takes selfies with him and everything. And I'm already like, oh, they're going to die, they're going to die, they're going to die.
0: Oh, yeah, we like, what I take it, it's that, like, drunk exuberance where you're like, oh, fuck it, nothing's going to happen to me, like, I'm going to go over and take selfies with this guy, and, like, you want to be creepy? Like, here, fuck you, like, I'm going to, like, almost, like, take it away from you type of thing.
1: I guess, yeah, that's definitely what she's like. Uh, he goes up to the little coin machine and gives Tara a little ring, and, again, he's doing the whole mime like, big smiles and, like, big gestures and everything, he tips his little hat and goes to the bathroom.
0: Yeah, and then he goes and pulls a Gigi Allen in the bathroom and plays with his poo.
1: Yeah, that's a weird thing about Art the Clown. I think was established in his first two appearances is he smears shit all over the place.
0: Oh, really? That's, like, one of his things? Like, Jason has a hockey mask. Art the Clown is, like, a fecal filiac.
1: Like, I'm not joking. I'm pretty sure, like, that's in the Ninth Circle. Like, he smears shit and stuff
0: okay i mean well that would tie it into this
1: yeah and obviously the owner comes tear out grab like what the hell like all freaked out and throws him out and then throws his garbage bag out with him he's like take your stuff too and kicks him out we don't know what it is yet but and later it cuts to the poor cook <laughs> the owner makes him go clean up the poo and it's disgusting
0: yeah art also art is so like how dare you like what did I do that's so bad? Like, the look on his face is, like, shocked.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, he's throwing his hands up, and he has his, like, mouth all agape and everything.
0: He's like, I went to the bathroom to smear my shit on the wall at least.
1: Dude, I, I worked at a grocery store one time, and we had a customer come in and do that. Oh, really? Yeah, we kicked him out the day before for stealing donuts, and he came back the next day and smeared shit all over the bathroom. Then went to the little, like, automatic doors, dropped one more turd there, flipped us off, and ran away.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: It was my first day, like, being, like, the quote-unquote manager of the front end. I'm like, I'm getting fired.
0: Yeah. Well, that uh, at that point, like, do you who do you look at being like, I'm not cleaning that up, you're doing that? <laughs> Two
1: people I didn't like.
0: Oh yeah, well that uh, I mean as a No, young... I'm
1: joking. There's one guy he typically would clean up stuff. I'm like, "Dude, you got it. I'm sorry." So, he's throwing buckets of water at the walls in the bathroom. The other guy is like hosing the lone turd that was dropped down the parking lot. I just see it <laughs> rolling with the hose. I'm like, "Oh no."
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: I'm getting fired.
0: I have a shit story from when I worked at Sheets. I was Go sitting... on. Dude, the was... public is
1: disgusting, isn't it?
0: Oh, I hate the public. Like, working with you animals is terrible. Um, I was working at Sheets, and I was sent in to clean the bathroom, where this old guy pulled me aside. He's like, hey, this co- toilet's clogged. And I looked, and it was just full of just brown water and toilet paper. And I'm just like, okay, use that one then. And he's like, well, someone's in there. And I went, in my mind, I'm like, I am not cleaning this. I'm getting paid like just above minimum wage. I am not plunging out someone else's shitty toilet, so I went to go get a manager. And by the time, and basically, the manager said, "Yeah, go plunge it." And I was like, "I'm not doing that. I'll go home." So I went back to the bathroom, and the old guy plunged it himself. He's like, "I got it," and then he closed the door.
1: Oh, that's good. So I was like, "Yeah, okay, problem solved." So I guess both of our stories is a way of saying this might be the most realistic part of the movie.
0: Yeah, it's very true that people like to smear shit around. Yeah,
1: but Dawn and Tara, after all this whole arch shenanigans, go back to the car and find that Tara has a flat tire and she does not have the spare. The spare is already on.
0: Oh, I also have to say, Dawn is actually eating her pizza. Tara is, like, picking at it and, like eating like a tiny little bit of cheese it's like that pizza looks really good eat your pizza
1: (laughs) it does yeah dawn should have been the final girl yeah (laughs) Um, but they go back to the car tires slashed oh what the hell now tara calls her sister on dawn's phone because tara's phone is dead you know it's 2000s horror movies you have to find ways to write around cell phones
0: i also love the throwaway line of like oh i guess you're on too much social media huh and, like, that's why her battery died.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I get yelled at for all the time, too. Um, but, yeah, so they call her sister, who's in college, to come get pick them up and give them a ride. She's a good ways away, but she decides, okay, but it's going to be a while. And Tara, at this point, has to pee, will not just squat beside the car, um, goes into this abandoned building, who she sees a guy outside of, who's getting ready to bug bomb it, but he lets her in to pee.
0: Right. Well, he, uh he lets her in, and I love, like, Dawn's like, he looks creepier than the clown.
1: <laughs> I thought he was just a nice guy. Yeah,
0: he like, looked like a normal guy. He's just a bald guy and, like, an over, like, he was wearing, like, a, a well, bib overalls or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know why he's bombing this building, because it looks abandoned as hell.
0: Yeah, there's just a homeless lady with a baby doll in the basement is all.
1: Clearly, they didn't tell her about the bombing because I'm pretty sure she came in after it was abandoned once they cleared it out for the bombing.
0: Yeah, she's like, "Oh, look, good, a, a home for me and my baby. Now I can start my uh crystal uh, uh shop."
1: Yeah, but uh, so Tara goes in and the guy shows her the bathroom. I's like, "Okay, do you need me to sh- wait for you?" She goes, "No, I remember how to get out." Okay, good. Uh, he goes back to his thing. He has headphones on, so that's gonna come into play later. Terra does her business, goes, oh, before this, really cool scene, because Dawn's in the car, and the radio starts talking about a murder at the pizza shop. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, because they describe the clown, she looks at her camera, roll, she sees the selfie she took with Art, and he matches the description perfectly. which she thinks is Tara getting back at the car. she's like, oh my god, you're not going to believe it. She turns, and it's Art there, with a giant, terrifying smile, and he just grabs her.
0: Like, Art's facial expressions really are, is a part of what makes this movie what it is. Like, it, the scenes cutting to his face, and he or just to him, and he's just doing something that's just out of, like, the complete ordinary for what would usually be going on for this kind of movie. Like, look, he's on a tiny bicycle. Oh, look, he's fucking dancing with a knife. Like, you know, like... <laughs>
1: Oh, dude, the him in the truck towards the end is my favorite. Oh, yeah. that That is the top art scene for me. So, Tara gets grabbed. So, we kind of cut over. There's a part where, like, the boy comes out from cleaning the nasty art shit. And maybe that's why it's called art, now that I'm thinking about it.
0: Oh, because he makes art with his shit?
1: Yeah, I'm guessing that's honestly it.
0: I also love how the cook comes out of the uh, bathroom after, like, cleaning all of of Art's shit. And he's like, I'm getting, like, time and a half for this, or I'm fucking going home, man. It's not sanitary for me to be cooking the food and cleaning shit.
1: He has a point. But he comes out, and the boss's face is all Michael Myers. Like, how he would always, like, basically turn people's heads into jack-o'-lanterns is what's going on.
0: I was wondering if you caught that, too. I definitely think that, um halloween 2018 got the idea for the actual head jack-o'-lantern from this movie
1: yeah i do too uh it's cool though it's like burning it's almost like there's candle wicks in it i don't know how it's exactly achieved but it's a cool looking effect
0: and it holds on it long enough that you can even like look and it's like look it's like singeing the flesh like it's fucking hardcore
1: dude everything in this is practical too
0: which is another reason i love this movie so much like I love practical effects. That's why I don't give a shit about Army of the Dead or whatever it's called that Zack Snyder did. It's like CGI shit.
1: Dude, you know I'm always on team practical effects when you can pull them off, but man, that movie was fun as fuck. It was dumb, yeah. but it was fun as fuck.
0: I mean, um, like we said, I'll probably watch it one day, but nah.
1: Eh. I'm gonna come over, we're gonna watch it. But yeah, <laughs> he goes back out, finds the boss's head, and Art's just there, and like kind of rises up and meat cleavers his hands off what he goes to call the police his fingers and spray him blood and then he stabs him in the face is it a screwdriver
0: it's a screwdriver or, or it's like a little knife type of thing or it's something like that
1: yeah in the face not the head in the face like 10 times and like camera holds on each in and out like pulling the flesh out and everything it's really cool
0: oh and the blood will not stop flowing
1: yeah. So, you know, every time I watch this movie, I forget how many kills are in it, because in my head, I'm like, it's just pretty much the two girls. But they introduce a lot of people for, like, to be the dead meat, you know?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. there's a lot of, like, machete fodder in this movie.
1: Oh, for sure. But yeah, so back at the abandoned building, Tara finishes up her business, walks out, and is just about the door, and Art's standing there, like, holding, like, the little scalpel, and, like, waving with his other hand.
0: Yeah, there's it's just another really creepy scene with art. Where it's just his performance, like I said before, just makes it so great where she just comes out and she, it's just like, Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, isn't it terrifying how like happy he like, there's
1: something weird about art, and it's like, even when he doesn't know people watch him, it's like the performance is always on.
0: Well, yeah, that's it's another, well, it's almost like, yeah, he's a demented mime where he wants to put on the performance for you right before he kills you. Like, it's a total part of it.
1: Yeah, that's almost more of a part of it. For because
0: him. later on when he uh, shoots, I don't want to say, he, he shoots someone with a gun and that's how he has to kill him. He has like no expression whatsoever. He's having no fun doing that.
1: Yeah, that's it's not a, his thing. But he's still got to get that killing. But sees art there and she runs and gets away from him. It's kind of terrifying. Oh, um, uh, oh, uh, uh. oh, yeah. Wait, you know what? We skipped a whole thing. Damn it. I'm, I'm not really looking at my notes because it's still fresh in my head. That's why I need my notes. Ah, um, because we forgot about Tara meeting the creepy lady.
0: Oh, well, we kind of mentioned her. We mentioned her a little bit. Yeah, but Tara runs
1: into this creepy lady who's like, you must be the new neighbor. And she's lost her mind. She's carrying around a baby doll. That's it. And then she goes and finds Art where we were. Art grabs her. She kind of gets away. And he stabs her in the calf. And it's a big thing. And starts oh. choking her.
0: Yeah, this is where they're almost, like, uh, playing hide-and-seek in the cars, right? Where, like, she's ducking behind the car, and he she, she, like, keeps seeing him. And he, like, he keeps kind of hearing noises, and he keeps, like, kind of ducking around and whatnot. And, like, he kind of disappears for a second. And she does the most, like, the worst thing you can do in a horror movie, which is just be like, Oh, I don't see the killer at the moment. He must be gone. Let's just stand up and make ourselves completely, like, visible. And yeah, that's when she gets bad. her, uh, it's like, uh, from Pet Cemetery when fucking Gage, uh, takes out Herman Munster's calf muscle.
1: <laughs> yeah, she gets, I don't like those, I don't know why, that's something, it's not like the eyeballs getting stabbed to me, but something about that, I don't like the calves and, like, Achilles heel and, like, tendon and stuff getting cut and stabbed oh, and stuff.
0: cause every once in a while I have, like, a leg cramp and whatnot, and that hurts enough, like, I couldn't imagine that, like, you know.
1: Yeah, but she gets stabbed there. He's choking her. She grabs a scalpel, stabs him in the side, and she gets away. Uh, she's locked in. We get the whole like hide and seek. Um, she makes it upstairs, finds the worker, but like we said, he's wearing headphones. She's just about to get get him, and Art grabs her and sticks her with a needle. I don't know what's in it. Something to sedate her, though.
0: Yeah, it's just random needle with, like, clear fluid in it. Which, at first, you're like, oh, is that how he's killing her? Is it, like, Michael Myers, like, Halloween 2? But, it, no, it's, like, just something to knock her out.
1: Yeah, which I'm not a big fan of those kind of kills and slashers, to be honest. It's not fun.
0: Yeah, like a needle kill. It's kind of like, nah.
1: Yeah, but she wakes up tied to a chair in a unclear part of the building, to be honest. Is it the basement?
0: I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing the basement type of air or it's just, like, a different part of, like, the warehouse.
1: Okay, but she wakes up, she has the duct tape on her mouth, she's tied to a chair, and Art is fucking with her hardcore, like, keeps acting like he's gonna bash her with a hammer, and then, like, does the, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, look to, to him, <laughs> yeah. and then gets, like, a, a knife, same thing, and a saw, like, it's, it's weird, like, the psychological torment that he does with it.
0: You know, he's holding, like, this, like, uh, saw, like, a, um, like, tiny, like, millimeter from her throat and, like, just threaten her. And she's just, like, ready for it. She's just like, okay, here it comes, basically. And then he doesn't do it. But then there's something covered by a tarp hanging from the ceiling.
1: Yeah, so he walks up and pulls the tarp down. And, one, the music in this is perfect because it's, like, Super quiet, like you hear his footsteps up, you hear like the like the material as he grabs his tarp real quiet, like what the hell's going on? pulls wind and it's dawn chained upside down by her legs to some sort of pole, like legs split at the top. she's topless, has underwear on, and is being hung that way.
0: This is the scene of the movie. Yeah, odds
1: are, if you've seen this movie, and you checked, oh, what did Throbbing with Horror release today, and you saw Terrifier, this is probably the first scene that came to your mind.
0: Yeah, because it's, I don't know any other movie I've ever seen this happen in.
1: No, I, there is none, at least that have shown it. I don't know if, like, that kind of splitting has been done, I'm sure it has, but not in this way.
0: Not so graphic. No
1: it's messed up. Uh, do you want to go ahead and take it from here?
0: Um. Yeah, we're, I love where, like, yeah, Tara is, like, screaming, because Dawn is also screaming, because Dawn is hung upside down, Tara's in the chair. And because you have to think, like, okay, last time I saw my best friend, like, they were in the car waiting for me, and now they're here strung up upside down, and Art the Clown walks over with his hacksaw, and the entire time, he the, he's having the greatest time of his life. He's like, "Fuck, I love Halloween, man! Like, look what I get to do. I get to make my home my own homemade Halloween decoration tonight." And he rips off her underwear. The only way I can say it is like he cuts her in half from like cooter to head.
1: Yeah, she's split down the middle. Yeah, half, not horizontally. I mean vertically.
0: It's like a sandwich. It's like it's like a sub sandwich, it's what he makes her into. And you have to think for at least half of that she's alive for. Oh yeah,
1: that's why like those kind of ancient times, like some torture methods would be similar to that because you'd be alive for most of it. This is brutal cause one, the actress who plays Dawn, I read this thing and leone said she was the most she was such a trooper because to film the scene you can't really hang that way for long because blood rushes to your head right so what they do is any shots they needed of her she'd be hanging like that then they have the crew come in kind of like prop her up and put like a table there so then she's kind of like laying down just with her feet in the air yeah and then like she would kind of get back to okay we can go again move the table go back cut back turn the camera on again for the scene that you need her shown and stuff like that So like I didn't think of that, how hard this would be to actually film being the actor in it.
0: Oh, no, she did a fucking amazing job because she sells it. Oh, yeah. Like, her screaming and whatnot, and then, like, she's getting cut down the middle and her intestines start, like, falling out and shit. And
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of flopping out onto the floor.
0: And Art gets all the way down to her skull, but I don't know why he doesn't finish it all the way off to make her cut, like, split all the way in half. Because when he's almost done, he stops.
1: Because terror is getting away at that point.
0: Yeah, but still, you would think you would, like, real quick do, like, one or two more, like, cuts just to get it done.
1: Also, he has the, oh, look on his face all the whole time. His face is always the creepiest thing.
0: If I could put a sound to what he's doing, he's like, oh, no, oh, I'm being a naughty boy. Uh Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like. Exactly, yeah, that's the face
1: he's making, and it's, it's so, I hate to say well done, but it's well done, because as he's cutting down, like, there's parts, think, if you're cutting a human down like that, that are, like, harder to cut through once you get spine and stuff, and, like, he's not just doing the same back, forth, no resistance motion, like, he gets caught up and, like, almost hung up for a second, like, it's not even the whole way across, it's really well done for such a brutal scene.
0: Oh, yeah, I completely agree. This There's a reason this is the scene you think about when you think about this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, and there's another kill there. So, but like we said, Tara starts getting way right towards the end of this, which, that's another fucked up layer to this. Like, I'm going to kill your friend and you are going to be forced to
0: watch. Oh, yeah, I'm going to duct tape you to a chair and I'm going to watch... Yeah, you're going to have to watch this and then next I'm probably going to kill you.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but she breaks free and... Does she stab him here or club him with something? Oh, oh, no, she stabs you know, him real quick to get away, and then clubs him with a two by four, right?
0: Yeah, well, she breaks away like with the uh, arm of the chair, and she's like breaking away and whatnot. I think originally she like hits him with like the arm of the chair, and then she oh, gets okay. the two by four and does like a total hacksaw Jim Duggan on him for a while. Oh! <laughs> like that's the <laughs> wrestling that I know.
1: Oh, hell yeah, dude. 80s and 90s talking. shit. <laughs> but, dude, look, we know she can't do it because then the movie would be over. This is your chance to finish the dude off. And if there's a guy that you know deserves it, it's the guy who just hacksawed your friend in half, kill the fucker. Yeah. You have a bag of sharp objects right there. Kill the fucker.
0: This is Laurie Strode multiply dropping the knives in front of Michael Myers in Halloween, where it's just like, stab him through the fucking heart. Do something. Yeah. Oh, it was in the
1: garage. She clubs him with a two-by-four. She stabs him, runs away. He kind of follows her down to the garage, and then she clubs him with a two-by-four, and it looks like Tara has won the day, and Art just pulls out a fucking gun and shoots her. In the, the leg, ch- the side, and through the face. Not through the head, through the face, like the cheek.
0: Right, which I did not fucking see happening. Because the entire time, I'm thinking classic slasher movie. Even when Michael Myers killed someone with a gun, he did not shoot that person. He impaled them with the gun.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone saw this coming the first time you saw it, because our minds no. are so conditioned, they don't do that. And yeah. I don't know, is it wrong? Is it right? I saw all these articles, I remember, when this movie came out, like, did Terrifier break the number one slasher rule? And I'm like, well, there's not really rules established, but no. I get what they're saying. Like, But, you know, it threw me for such a curveball, I'm like, okay, well done. I yeah, was guns like, exist. Yeah. I forget.
0: It And it also made me re- uh, remember, oh yeah, Art the Clown is just a guy.
1: Yeah, he's gonna try to do his fucked up stabby, like, needles, scalpels, all that stuff, but At the end of the day, if you're about to get away, you're still going down.
0: But this is also where I brought up of, like, the entire time he's cutting Dawn in half, he has the biggest smile on his face. This is, like, his eighth birthday, and he got the super soaker he wanted, you know? Yeah. When he has to shoot Tara with the gun, he's having no pleasure in this whatsoever. He's not smiling. He's almost, like, mad, you know.
1: He, pick, he picks up the hacksaw. This sparks joy. He picks up the pistol. This does not spark joy.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's that's Art the Plown's cleaning method or whatever. And then, right when he gets done shooting her, he runs out of ammo after shoots her through the face. He goes back to to his bag like that he left by the cutting room floor and gets some more ammo and also takes a picture on dawn's phone of him and the sawed up dawn real quick and then goes back to where tara was
0: which is such an amazing callback to earlier in the movie
1: oh yeah it it kind of feels even more evil with him doing that doesn't it like because you're almost like is he not even noticing anything earlier but no he knows everything that's going on like he's just biding his time waiting
0: yeah, I almost see it as, like, a fuck you. Like, now I'm gonna take a picture with you. How do you like yeah, it? You know, exactly. like...
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then he goes back down, and he shoots Tara in the head. And then he shoots Tara in the head, like, six more times.
0: Yeah, he puts one through her, like, forehead. And at that point, you know, like, okay, she's dead. But like you said, he shoots her, like, four more times in the face. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, this also leads again to where it's like, oh, this is a guy. Where he's just pissed off you know
1: yeah and this also now opened up our who's our final girl now and at this point i'm like it's the girl who we see next because right after he gets done shooting her he turns around and sees the crazy lady i'm like oh shit is crazy lady our final girl yeah
0: and then yeah at that point i'm like oh my god do we have to like follow her around with her like baby doll for the rest of the time and like care that she cares about the baby doll. But luckily we it don't. could be
1: fun. That could have been a fun take on it.
0: Where it's like oh it like at the very end the baby doll is the only one that survives. And then it's like eyes move and then it it's becomes, like Puppet like... Master
1: at the very end of the movie gets up and walks away.
0: And then it like becomes a part of like the uh universe of like the boy movies where it's like the fake doll shit. <laughs> uh
1: But no, he turns around, sees the crazy lady, and she, rightfully so, runs away, and she finds the worker guy, who we've kind of forgotten about until now, and she tries explaining to him, but she's so frantic and freaked out, like, one, you find a crazy lady living in this building, you're about to, like, light off a bunch of rat bombs, and you're probably already like she's nuts which she is she's carrying around the baby doll but then what she's rambling about makes her just sound even more crazy she goes the man is downstairs and he's trying to kill soul and he thinks it's funny but it's not because he has his little black hat and he laughs this just sounds like the ramblings of a mad woman so i can't blame him
0: i love yeah i love she brings up his little black hat
1: <laughs> i do too i don't know why that's such a fun touch i i don't know if that was in the script or if that's her improv.ing but anyway that line is just amazing and kind of i know it's not because there's no real comedic relief to it and i don't think it's supposed to be but at least it brought a smile to my face in this movie
0: i mean there is comedic relief in this movie it's just extremely extremely dark the comedic relief in this movie the comic relief in this movie is a lady getting sawed in half
1: (laughs) well no you know what art does do some things like the thing i talked about when he gets in the truck Later, and he does like when he rides around on the bike and stuff.
0: so yeah, I guess, like when he rides around of. on the little bike, or like later on when he has the horn and he's like honking at her.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so weird. But anyway, so she's up, goes up to the worker, and Art shows up right behind the worker and bludgeons him with a hammer. You think he's dead, he's not. Yeah. The lady runs away, rightfully so again, and she finds her baby doll is gone, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, this yeah. lady's going back for her baby doll, isn't she?
0: and she does and then she wanders down this like weird corridor in like the basement of this apartment building and sees art the clown like cr- cradling the baby doll you' like rocking it to sleep yeah and like she's like walking towards him and he's like shh but like he does not yeah, quietly he looks pissed.
1: like he look, looks up and like holds his fingers like be quiet you'll wake up the baby
0: and he like points down and he's like pissed the fuck off he's like how dare you wake up this baby doll
1: (laughs) i know and you know what she almost for a minute it's almost like she turns him because she's like well first like please don't hurt the baby but then she like starts asking is there good in you like do you just did anyone ever hug you like all this stuff and like she kind of like caresses his face and sits down with him and holds him for a minute
0: Well, it's like a, it's almost like a Friday the 13th Part 2 type thing with Jenny and Jason, is what I got from it, where it's like, Jenny was like, oh, um, Jenny's like pretending to be be, uh, Pam Voorhees, like Jason's mom, and she's like, everything's okay, Jason, you can stop now, I love you, type shit, you know?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: It's that type of thing, and then which i love like which i see as a little nod to that i don't know if i'm reading too much into it or not no you're
1: probably right just like we yeah there's a lot of subtle nods not obvious to other slashers and stuff so probably not like on the level of hatchet where they're kind of a little more obvious like nods and homages and stuff but still yeah um as she's like holding him art starts sucking his thumb which is really creepy
0: yeah, he's looking for... Uh, well, he Art the Clown would love the new Resident Evil. He just wants those big mommy milkers is all.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Who doesn't? Um, by the <laughs> way, at this point, Victoria has shown up and she's looking for her sister and Dawn. She's getting pissed. Like, come on, this isn't funny. And she's still searching for them. That's where the scene cuts to. And she is calling and she hears Dawn's phone ringing. Because didn't Art text from it, like, come around back earlier? Yeah,
0: yeah Art's like... uh. Uh, Tara's sick or whatever uh, come around back uh, and meet us there
1: <laughs> yeah but when she hears the phone she follows the phone and she finds Dawn's body uh, as Rob put it wish boned
0: yes very I love how that very nice
1: <laughs> yes good job razor Rob um, and then she like obviously screams freaks out and runs away she ends up kind of in that garage area and she finds who she thinks is Tara dead on the ground But it's actually Art the Clown wearing the scalped head and cut off boobs of the crazy lady. So obviously she died off screen.
0: Yeah, at this point, Art the Clown is like, I'm going to become Ed Gein and dance around in my mammary vest.
1: Yeah, and he also took off his clown outfit, though, for this.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he might have. Well, no, yeah, he definitely did because you see his stomach and whatnot. Because, like, it's like from, like, the... Just below the boobs up, I think, is the lady part, and then the stomach is the art part. Yeah,
1: they show the lady, then you see her, and she's scalped and just has basically her boobs cut off.
0: So yeah, Art the Clown goes full Ed Gein, and not shitty crab-walking Ed Gein, the true Ed Gein, where he wore ladies' boobs around.
1: Yeah, and obviously, Victoria runs the fuck away, as any normal human being would.
0: Oh, yeah, Where, and, but she also does a thing that, like, uh, my wife, Liz, loves uh, Dead by Daylight, and a lot of that is, like, hiding in cabinets, and oh, she does fun. exactly that.
1: That is fun. I, when I'm the killer, cabinets are always getting checked, even if I don't think anyone's in there. You can't hide from me in those.
0: Oh, there's so many times, like, I've been watching Liz play it, and she'll be, like, hiding in the cabinet, and you'll see the killer run by real quick. And she'll be like, oh, please don't check. And I'll be like, I'm in here. Help! Help! I'm right here! And she's like, shut up!
1: Oh, I never have my mic on when I play or anything. Oh, I don't no. that it, affects anything.
0: No. <laughs> so she runs,
1: and like you said, she locks herself in a cabinet. Terrible idea. No escape. Only one way in and out. And Art, in this dusty building, can pretty much see she went into the cabinet and see she's there. And this is a terrifying scene. Like... This movie, like, packs the scares more than most movies we've done, I think. Like, again, I'm a grown-ass adult. It's not like I'm scared the next day. My heart starts pounding during some of these scenes when he, like, there's a real tiny, like, kind of peeping hole from in the cabinet, and Art looks in and, like, just points, but with no sound, is laughing and everything at her. It has to be the most terrifying thing in this movie.
0: Well, yeah, definitely Art's performance is just so amazing, and it's so different, because you think of a clown, you think of, like, It. You're like, okay, he's, like, bombast, like, he's over the top, you're thinking, like, Tim Curry, you know? Yeah. And you're not thinking, like, I love that they went with the mime angle with it, where he's silent, he doesn't make any noise, you know? Oh, it adds something
1: so well to it. It's, it's so, so cool. Yeah, so he starts, like, shaking the cabin and everything, terrifying her. And the only thing that saves her is, is this car honking outside, and he stops and is distracted by it because it's another one of the worker guys showing up.
0: yeah, we're um Exterminator number one was making a call to Exterminator number two when Exterminator number one got hit over the head with a hammer, so Exterminator number two has shown up at this point to help Exterminator number one because he has no idea what's going on. He's like, "If you're calling me at this hour, it better be an emergency." And then, like, the phone goes dead, so he's like, I guess he's like, oh, okay, God damn it." Uh, he gets up out of bed, he gets in his car, he gets, you know, he gets dressed, he eats maybe a little something real quick, he gets in his car, he drives there, and now he's like, and there's fucking nobody here! Like, I can't even get inside the building!
1: <laughs> yeah, he's about to leave, but then he checks under the mat and there's a key. Once he's in, though, he's dead pretty much right away. Like, he's fastest to enter the building and die, I think.
0: Yeah, well, it's almost like Scatman Crothers going into the uh, Overlook Hotel in The Shining, where he makes it, like, ten steps inside the hotel and immediately gets killed.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like his character in The Shining, though.
0: Oh, yeah, it, it, his character in The Shining is so good.
1: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he gets in, and he gets, I think, hit in the back, stabbed in the head, and then
0: his head removed, Right. I don't exactly remember.
1: I know his head gets removed because Art looks at it and kicks it away. Okay. So I remember that much. Um, and he's dead pretty much right away. Uh, Victoria is taking this time to kind of sneak out of the cab and she's creeping around. And we get the scene that you've mentioned a couple times, which is Art on the tricycle or the little bike, yeah. whichever it is.
0: It's so much fun where it's just Art just riding around on like a tiny little bicycle. Like you've seen mimes like drive around on. Like... It's got little tiny wheels, but it's got normal sized pedals. And he, he just keeps looking and staring at her with this giant smile on his face. Like, it never gets old.
1: <laughs> he doesn't chase her there from there. He kind of just lets her get scared and go another way, though, from here. And she's in the corridor where we saw him with the baby earlier. And then he sneaks up behind her with plastic wrap and wraps her head.
0: Yeah, and she easily gets out of it because it's only plastic wrap. And then I love the look on his face. He's like, how did she do that?
1: (laughs) I know. It was a foolproof plan. But yeah, she gets out and she stabs Art in the foot with like a giant, what looks like a railroad spike.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just a railroad spike laying in the dirt out of nowhere. And yeah, she stabs him and then he does another silent scream.
1: And a silent middle finger.
0: Yeah, where I love, where he, yeah, I love art flips off the camera.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it turns out exterminator number one, whose name is Mike is still alive because he gets up and moving around. And Vic- at this point, the Victoria finds Tara's body covered in like Christmas lights with a circus, a sign that says circus, but it's just been spray painted on there. Oh, this is the stabby with part.
0: Oh, yeah, where earlier in the movie you saw him, like, creating, like, he's, like, drilling holes and scalpels. You're like, what's he doing? He's creating a scalpel whip. It's, like, scalpels and, uh, like, uh, scissors broken in half, and he's just whipping the fuck out of her with it. Yeah, little razor
1: blades in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of genius, like, for one of these movies. I can't believe we haven't seen it before, but it's brutal and... He's just whipping her, and then he gets cracked in the back of the head by Mike, and Art's knocked out. Again, they don't finish the job.
0: Another, just like, one more, one or two more blows, it could be done.
1: And then they find, like, what looks to be one of the more upkept rooms in this building, and he calls 911, police are on the way. They leave that room, and they're fine, are on their way out, and Art kills Mike I wrote with big metal pump thing, but now I'm thinking it's his exterminator equipment.
0: Yeah, I, that's what it. That's what I think it was. It's a he bashed him to death with his own equipment.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then stomps his face in.
0: Yeah, where it, it's another uh thing that I think of from Halloween 2018 when it's that doctor and he's just like looking up at Michael and he's like say something and then Michael stomps his head.
1: Yeah, I think this would be my favorite kill if it wasn't for the obvious.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This one's pretty cool looking. Um, Victoria breaks the lock on the door. Does she use a sledgehammer? Is that what she's using?
0: Uh, well, yeah, it's like a sledgehammer or something. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like a hammer or something like that.
1: Yeah. And she gets outside in like the nick of time. Like I think she hits art to get out or something like that, but she goes, this is what drives me insane. She goes right into another abandoned building instead of just running for your life.
0: Yeah, why are you immediately going back inside? Run down the street.
1: Yeah, like, wait for a car or something. Another thing I want to know is, it was on the radio that cops are out looking for a killer clown. I've seen no, like, police presence.
0: Oh, no, none whatsoever. I guess they're all on the other side of town or something. Or are they all at the pizzeria being like, look at all these free pizzas that are just laying around. We better eat them before they go to waste. Oh, speaking of no
1: police presence, I wanted to bring up, like, a little cool behind-the-scenes thing from earlier. When um they're in the car and the ambulance goes past, Dawn's in the car when she hears on the radio and the ambulance drives past. Yeah. That was accidental. That wasn't planned. Oh, that's cool. And they're like, well that fits perfectly. We have to keep that in the movie.
0: Oh yeah, that just adds production value.
1: Yeah, like we, we would have rented an ambulance. This is perfect.
0: Yeah, free. Yeah. Thanks, someone getting injured. Like you just added <laughs> like you just saved us a thousand bucks.
1: <laughs> you know how cool it'd be if like You or me were like broke a leg or something. Then we find out that was us in the ambulance ride.
0: Oh, I would be so happy. I'd be like, it's worth it.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so she goes right into this other building. Like she sneaks through like these two wooden garage doors and art. Reaches in and grabs her hair, almost gets her as she gets in, and like rips out a ton of her hair. But she gets away, and then just sticks his hand back in with a little clown horn and honks it a thousand times yeah, at her.
0: This is another one of those little art the clown scenes I love, where he sticks his like you said he sticks his hand back through the door with a clown horn. He's just like honk 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 honk, honk. but he's not doing it like in a honka 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 like kind of funny way. He's doing it in like a manic like. Like go 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 and he's like staring at her.
1: <laughs> at this point, you hear the sirens coming, but then she also he- sees headlights. And a truck revs and bashes through the garage doors, and it's Art got into the truck. I'm assuming I'm assuming one of the exterminators' trucks makes most right. sense. Yeah, and just smashes through the garage doors, hitting her in the process, and. This, he has like a trucker hat on for a second backwards and is dancing to the music in the car for a quick second before he gets out. And I love that scene. That's great. Then he gets out and he's eating part of her fucking face when the cops show up. Just fucking brutal. And the cops obviously show up, hands up, all that stuff. And he starts to put his, he puts his one hand up and starts grabbing his gun with the other hand out of his boot, which they don't see. I am think he's killing them this whole time.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, like, he's turning around, and he's somehow gonna kill all the police.
1: Yeah, but no, just straight to the mouth, shoots himself.
0: Yeah, you know, and there's that split second where they're like, no, don't do it! And it's like, no, let the clown kill himself.
1: Yeah, it's always like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, he has to face justice, all that stuff, but you know what? Fuck it, let the guy fucking die.
0: Yeah, he was just eating a face.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't want him No. anywhere. But yeah, he shoots himself. Oh my god, this girl's still alive moment. All the bodies are taken to the coroner. This weird coroner like mortician scene I don't understand. I mean, I understand it, but it's just weird.
0: Well, it reminds me of like the like typical corner scene. Like, I'm surprised he didn't set a sandwich on top of the body. Yeah,
1: you do get those a lot, and like like how can you be eating during this? He's like, when have you seen a nine month old microwave to death? Everything else is just old hat.
0: Which I'm just like, oh, That's interesting. Like, my cool baby.
1: fucked up. Um, Like, so he sees the guy, Mike, the one worker whose teeth are in the back of his fucking face. Uh, his His head's just smashed in. And then he unzips art. And as soon as he gets, like, a look at art. This part's weird to me. All the lights start going crazy. Like, all the electronics, everything, like, static on the radio. Lights are going. TV's flashing. They stop... Or reaches up, strangles him, and kills him. Okay. Not the end of the movie. There's still one more scene. But, yeah, we'll just finish the movie out. Then we'll talk. Then we get a quick one-year-later shot of Victoria being picked up from the hospital by her parents for the interview that we started the movie with. And then credits. Right. So, I said earlier how we were both talking about just a regular guy. What's up with the supernatural element?
0: I mean, it's almost the type of thing of like, what's up with the supernatural element with uh, Jason and Friday the 13th? It came out of nowhere. He just is all of a sudden a zombie. So I'm almost taken as like, okay, all of a sudden, art is supernatural now. Maybe he was just so evil, he got to come back or something. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm not complaining necessarily because I want more of these. This was wild. I need a sequel, which I'm thankful we're getting. But and I was worried the sequel, like, they were going to line up for, like, Victoria as the killer in the next one. I'm glad they didn't do that. But I don't get it. May- I hope we get a little bit of explanation. I don't need a lot, just one or two lines of dialogue. You know how we do.
0: Well, do you want me to read the uh, synopsis on Letterboxd for Terrifier 2? I saw the
1: trailer, but, yeah, go ahead.
0: Um, After being resurrected by a sinister entity... Art the Clown returns to Miles County, where he must hunt down and destroy a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. Awesome, it's on Halloween night again. As the body count rises, the siblings fight to stay alive while uncovering the true nature of Art's evil intent.
1: Oh, I'm down. So
0: there's some sinister energy entity that resurrected Art, it looks like
1: okay yeah i'm cool with that you know just give me more
0: yeah exactly yeah i love this movie it's a lot of fun
1: yeah this this movie is straight up wild uh i think we hit our goriest kill we've hit yet would you agree with that
0: i mean yeah probably i don't know like how much gorier you can get from getting cut in half the only thing i can think is like you just completely melting
1: yeah, which I don't think we hit a melt scene yet, except for Gremlins, we kind of had one, but this was gorier, I think.
0: Yeah, this was gorier than Gremlins. Oh
1: well, yeah, overall, yeah, but I meant like that <laughs> scene, but still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think this is probably is now our goriest kill that we've ever done was that one. I would agree. I, I like this movie a lot. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a breath of fresh air, because... Uh, The 2000s, 2010s, aside from a few remakes we got, the slasher genre was really lacking. Really, aside from the Hatchet franchise, we really didn't have any big players and slashers going on. So, I loved Art the Clown bringing like, a breath of fresh air to it.
0: Like you said, it's a newer slasher, dude. And yeah. it's done in an awesome way because it's a mime.
1: Yeah, it's really creepy. Um, I gotta say, I give Art the Clown my scariest clown in horror.
0: I agree. Like, I've never been fr- afraid of, like, the clown from It, you know, or what other ones. Like, Captain Spaulding I've never been afraid of. He's a yeah, great clown. Yeah, I like Captain Spaulding. Yeah. But I'm not afraid of him, you know.
1: Or the killer clowns from outer space, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I they're just Art, the clown scary. Yeah, Art's the scariest one, I think. I would agree. Yeah, so you want to get to the end of stuff?
0: Yeah, where are we at? Uh, kill count first, right?
1: Yeah, we'll do Kill Count. So for those who don't know, this is your first episode. Thank you. Uh, What the Kill Count is, is every week we tally all the kills in the movie, and we add them to the count of all the kills we've done so far in every movie we've done. So last week we did Cue the Winged Serpent, Brett, Yes. and we ended with 371 kills. Where do you think Terrifier left us?
0: I'm gonna guess 10 kills for this movie.
1: Very good, but not good enough. Oh, damn it. You are on a three or four week stretch of being off by one.
0: Was it 11?
1: It was nine. Oh, damn it. Yeah, so we ended it with a nice even 380 kills. Nine kills in Terrifier brings the Throbbing with War kill count to 380.
0: Hey, nine kills is not too bad, especially with some of the movies we've had where there's zero. Yeah, and for a movie that's pretty much him
1: chasing two girls, that's a really good kill count.
0: Well, there's a lot of clown fodder in the way in this movie. Yeah, thankfully so as well. Yes. Well, every week Greg does his kill count and I do my rating, but I don't like to do stars because Sisko and Ebert might have done stars at some point. I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) They've at least dabbled in stars.
0: They dabbled in stars, so it's tainted. Even though Joe Bob does stars, and I love Joe Bob, fuck Sisko and Ebert. rotten hell. Um, Agreed. So I like to <laughs> pick something from the movie and rate it that many things, one through 10. And what do I pick from this movie? Pieces of pizza because of the very beginning. And that pizza oh, looked fuck good. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'll take it.
0: All right. So, one piece of pizza, I'm going to say it's the pizza I got from Moving On Festival in State College when I paid $5 for it. And I got it, and it was cold, and it tasted like cardboard. Was that the big
1: free festival where Brand New and MGMT played?
0: Yeah, I was there to see MGMT. Yeah, I was there. Oh, nice. That was before we knew each other.
1: Yeah, I think so, but yeah, I was there.
0: Yeah, and that pizza sucks so bad. Like, I still think about it to this day.
1: I don't think I got any food there, but Uh, maybe I did.
0: You're lucky. Okay,
1: but it was bad pizza for one.
0: 10 pizza, I'm going to pick the pizza from Owl's when you get their buffalo chicken pizza. But instead of getting their regular buffalo sauce, you get their number 10 nuclear sauce on top of it. So it's like nuclear wing pizza, and it's so good. Oh, I
1: hate nuclear wings. I hate wings that are too hot for me to enjoy.
0: No, but these aren't like chemical burn wings. They have a lot of flavor, but they're very hot as well. Okay, I can deal with that. I'm going to give this movie 6 pieces of pizza out of 10 okay it's just above passing i like it a lot it there's not really any story to it whatsoever it's basically just art the clown running and killing people randomly it seems and there's like weird scenes and they're interesting but it doesn't do it for me story-wise really a lot
1: there's not much story to it
0: no no um, I
1: feel like in recent weeks, me and you have really switched places because before I was always super low and you were really high, and lately I've been way high and you've been much lower—not super low or anything. Yeah, but I did go higher again this week. I really? went eight slices of pizza. Wow, eight! Yeah, this is a real standout for me. I like this movie a lot. I really appreciate what it did for because horror movies will never stop, but for a while it seems slashers were kind of dead, in, dead on impact, except for. And this is no disrespect, because I love those movies, except for Hatchet, really, going on. Yeah. So, for Earth the Clown and Terrifier series to really step it up and to get such a cult following with very little press behind it, very little distribution, I love what this movie did and what I was able to accomplish. Super simple, so I'm rating it for what it is, but yeah, eight, eight slices for me.
0: Didn't you give Phantasm, like, three? Three and a half. Fuck you.
1: Hey, Still. what did you give Erotica?
0: Veronica, I gave a six.
1: Exactly. I'm justified in giving Terrifier an eight.
0: I'm just saying Phantasm is better than Terrifier.
1: I disagree, my friend. Ugh. I was looking up the sequel, and there's still no release date, but top build is Phyllis Rose, so that's cool, which we did get to talk to her about that movie for a brief minute.
0: Yeah, which will be cool to see her in a movie again, where it's like, last time I think I saw her was was in Hatchet, so it'd be cool to see her in something new, especially something this gory. I'm gonna
1: guess she's the mom or something like that, if I yeah. had to guess. Miss Pincipe is her character's name, so Okay. No idea who that's supposed to be.
0: What well, when you when you talked to her at the drive in, didn't she basically just say like I can't say much, but it's super gory? <laughs> She said it's
1: super gory and that she thinks horror fans are going to love it. Like, she said she liked working with guys like Adam Green and Leone and stuff because they really got horror and anyone who likes this stuff is going to love it, so.
0: Well, because they're also fans and they know what people like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what she was going on. It's not just like a random person making one of these movies.
0: Yeah, it's not like the guy that made Freddy vs. Jason where he's like, I've never seen a horror movie. But they gave me the fucking, one of the biggest horror movies that's ever been released. Yeah. Fucker. Um,
1: You have anything else on Terrifier or you wanted to add?
0: No, I don't think on Terrifier. I had a lot of fun with it and I can't wait for part two.
1: Yeah, me too. It's supposed to still come out this year, so I'm betting around Halloween if I was a betting man.
0: Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be cool.
1: I hope it's like an October 31st drop. That would be really fun.
0: Yeah. So next week, should we reveal this? Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to next week a lot. (laughs) Next week it will be episode
1: 40, and so we picked a pretty fun movie, and it's also our first episode of July, so we're going a little summery kind of, you know, some, I guess we'd call this like a summery fun Americana movie.
0: It's a nuclear New Jersey movie.
1: Yeah, from Lloyd Kaufman himself, The Toxic Avenger. Yes,
0: I cannot wait to cover The Toxic Avenger, this is going to be so much fun.
1: Yeah, I'm really happy we made it to here because like, when we started the podcast and we did the first round of schedule, I'm like, man, I hope this podcast lasts this long. Now that I know we're here to stay, I'm like, I've been just looking at that list waiting to get to this one. Like, Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Well,
0: because now we got Toxic Avenger, we have to do the whole series. So we have to do two, three and four as well and god this well, we're is doing a... the whole
1: series we might as well do all the trauma films
0: i was gonna say this is opening us up completely to the trauma movies which there are a million of and they're all brilliantly disgusting and amazing
1: poultry geist poultry geist yes,
0: yes. <laughs> why don't we have that on our
1: schedule yet
0: well we have to put it on there as one of the reserves
1: Our reserves are filling up as much as our real schedule is.
0: (laughs) but The reserves are just going to turn into the next year.
1: (laughs) Probably. But yeah, Toxic Avenger will be really fun. I hope you all tune in for that one. That'll be a fun time.
0: Hey, I I know you went to a Comic-Con. How was that? It was
1: fun. I had a really good time at it. It was the first real big con I went to in over a year. It was very enjoyable. Nice. And they released the schedule for the next one, which is happening way sooner than normal because everything got pushed back. Yeah. And... Robert England will be attending that
0: one. Oh, nice. I have a Freddy glove I'd love to get signed.
1: Yeah, I imagine that's going to be expensive as hell, but part of me, I'm like, it's Robert fucking England. I feel like I have to.
0: He's not getting any younger either. He's like in his 80s. I'm
1: going to have to show out.
0: Yeah. Well, it's almost like um the con you went to, William Shatner was there. And William Shatner yeah. was like 90-something, and I was almost like, Great got to be in the same building as William Shatner.
1: I was at his panel for a little bit.
0: Oh, how was it?
1: I mean, I didn't stay for much of his panel because it was so crowded. I stopped and watched, like, for a quick minute or two. But yeah. I was like, man, this is way too packed.
0: Did you hear him talk and whatnot? Like, how is he sounding? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he
1: sounds like how William Shatner sounds. You this know is what
0: just I mean? a Star Trek fanboy. Fan, like,
1: Yeah, I know you're the big Star <laughs> Trek fan out of the two of us.
0: Yeah. So I was just like, oh, my God. Like, how is he? Is he Okay.
1: They did have uh Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich from Scream there, and I was like, man, that'd be cool to get them to do an intro, like, and just to get meet them. Their lines were so insane, I'm like, uh-uh. No, nope. oh, I
0: could imagine.
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I like both those actors, but I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. No. I did get to meet, um for the wrestling fans, AEW's women's champion, Britt Baker, who's a hometown hero of ours, so that was cool. And uh, Brian Tachi, who played Leonardo in all the Ninja Turtles movies. So I was stoked on that.
0: And I think, wasn't he also in Revenge of the Nerds? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I knew him from. I love him in that movie.
1: And, like, I, you know, I picked up some figures and stuff. I got this cool, weird, sexy Predator pin-up girl thing I put on my coffee mug. Nice. <laughs> so that was, like, the only horror thing I really bought at. I didn't get too much stuff at it, but it was a fun time.
0: Nice. I'm glad cons are coming back oh me too i definitely missed them. like even just looking at the pictures online like that you posted and i saw from the con i'm just like there's a little part of me i was like oh look like everything's kind of going back yay yeah
1: we're getting there
0: yeah it's it's steps you know
1: yeah oh oh that's all i have um you know make sure you follow us on all the social networks we're on tiktok instagram and twitter uh listen to me on geek positive if you like it listen to our good friend razor rob on audio anxiety radio show did i hit all the things leave us a review if you can helps us out a lot five stars helps more people find the show helps us keep doing the show you guys know how that works
0: exactly that's all i got so uh you guys have a good one we'll see you next week with toxic avenger and especially coming up with next week with what happens during the movie we hope your brains throbbing with horror